Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Welcome to the Indie Film Hustle Podcast, episode number 300. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Joseph Campbell. Broadcasting from the back alley in Hollywood, it's the Indie Film Hustle Podcast, where we show you how to survive and thrive as an indie filmmaker in the jungles of the film biz. And here's your host, Alex Ferrari. Welcome, my indie film hustlers, to episode number 300. I am your humble host, Alex Ferrari. Today's show is sponsored by Blackbox. Blackbox is a new platform and community that is all about financial freedom for filmmakers like you. If you join Blackbox, you will be transformed from being a worker to being a maker of your own content, and you'll be making steady passive income from the global market. Blackbox currently allows you to upload your stock footage once, get it to many global agencies, and then allows you to share that passive income stream with your collaborators. Whether you want to submit old footage that's been sitting around in your hard drives or create brand new content, Blackbox is for you. It's really quite revolutionary. With Blackbox, filmmakers can concentrate on making great content while Blackbox takes care of all the business BS. Just visit www.blackbox.global to find out more. And today's show is also sponsored by Indie Film Hustle TV, the world's first streaming service dedicated to filmmakers, screenwriters, and content creators. If you want access to filmmaking documentaries, feature films about filmmaking, interviews with some of the top screenwriters and filmmakers in Hollywood, as well as educational online courses all in one place, IFH TV is for you. Just head over to IndieFilmHustle.tv. Well, we did it, guys. This is episode number 300. Now, uh, I am humbled and amazed that I've gotten to this point in the show that we've gotten 300 plus episodes, including some other episodes that didn't even count on the on the final tally. But generally speaking, this is episode number 300 officially. And I want to thank everyone listening, all of the tribe that have continued to listen, to talk about, to spread the word about what I'm doing with Indie Film Hustle and the tribe and the community that we're trying to build together and getting the word out uh, because it's you guys telling your friends, suggesting it, resharing links, posting things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and so on. That has really helped spread the, the podcast to a whole new audience. It's grown exponentially over the last, uh, last, six, last six months to a year. It's kind of exploded. So I really, really appreciate everything the tribe and anyone listening to this podcast has done for me, for Indie Film Hustle, and for the tribe at large. Now, all those years ago, when I 
first launched Indie Film Hustle as a podcast and, and as a blog, I, you know, I was afraid. I was afraid. I was scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if anyone was going to listen. And, and I had to do it anyway. And I went out there and, and kind of put my, you know, what's out on the line and, and just went for it and, and faced the fear. And I did it anyway. And that is the subject of this episode. I wanted to talk about fear and being afraid and the toxicity of fear in your life specifically, because fear has done a major amount of damage in my life uh, to my filmmaking journey, to my journey in life. Fear has been there at every single turn. And only in recent years have I been able to tame that line a little bit more than I used to. Still deal with it on a daily basis, believe it or not. But I wanted to talk about fear and breaking through that fear a little bit in this episode. And I thought it would be very appropriate to make episode number 300 the fear episode, the episode about how you can handle your fear, how you can break through your fear. Now, the very first thing I want you guys to know, and I want you to listen very carefully, is that you are enough. I'm going to repeat it. You are enough. So many of us think that we're not good enough, we're not enough, period, in every aspect of our lives, whether it be our relationships, getting the girl, getting the boy, our careers, our intelligence, our physicalities, even our spirituality, that we're just not enough. But I'm here to tell you that you are enough. And I I know a lot of people have not really heard that before. It's not something that you have other people tell you. Well, if nobody else in your life is telling you, I'm going to tell it to you. You are enough. Now, one of the biggest mistakes we make as filmmakers, as creatives, and this goes along for everybody though, but specifically us filmmakers and screenwriters and creative people, is that we attach ourselves to what we do. We attach our happiness to what we do. And that is a recipe for pain. If you would have sit down and asked a 23-year-old Alex what I, who I was, and I would say, oh, I'm a director, and that's it. That would be the extent of my identity back then. I know a lot of you listening right now, if someone would ask you that, what are you? You would say, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a screenwriter, I'm a cinematographer, and you're attaching that thing that you do to who you are. You are not your skill set. You are not your occupation. You are much, much, much more than that. When you identify yourself as an occupation, as a career, as a thing, when that thing goes wrong or doesn't, get to, doesn't do what you want it to do for you, like so many times in my life, it, you, you crumble. You, you, you fall to your knees every time. So when you don't get that movie, you don't get the financing for that movie, you don't get uh, the access or the opportunity that you were searching for, you didn't sell that script, your whole life completely comes crashing down around you because that's the only identity you have. And it's not good. Trust me on that. I've gone through it so many times in my life. I've been slapped around so many times. My book 
is all about that. Because at that time in my life, when I wrote Shooting for the Mob, that whole story when I was in my mid-20s, that was my identity. I didn't know anything else about myself. I didn't, didn't care to even learn. I was too scared to learn about anything else about myself. I didn't want to go into those crevices. I held on to being a filmmaker or director, and that was the only thing I was holding on to because it was the one thing I knew I, I, I can. It was my blankie. It was my blankie to keep me safe and happy. You know, to at least I thought it did. I didn't want to go to those dark areas of my life that I wasn't as good at or I wasn't as happy in. But you've got to go in there. You've got to be a full, full human being and not attach yourself to what you do. You know, subconsciously, we don't believe the dream could happen for us, whatever that dream might be. We don't believe that we deserve it in many ways, subconsciously. And you have to ask yourself, and you got to start thinking about the subconscious, because the subconscious is what runs our lives. I want you to listen to that again. The subconscious mind is what runs our life. It runs our fears. It's the programming that runs our entire existence, whether we like it or not, because generally it's playing in the background and you're not really conscious of it. But when you start focusing your conscious on the subconscious and you start thinking about, am I, do I deserve this? Ask yourself the question. Do you deserve what you're going after? Do you deserve your dream? Do you deserve a beautiful spouse, a beautiful partner in life, a man, a woman? Do you deserve money? Do you deserve abundance in your life? Ask yourself that question. Don't be afraid to ask that question. Because when you ask that question, you're going to get an answer. And that answer might not be what you want. But that's the first step into figuring out what you're going to do to get to your dream. To get to your goal in life. Let me ask you another question. How much time do you spend on you? In the last 30 days, what have you done to truly get to your dream, to truly achieve that goal that you've been going after? How many books have you read? How many online courses did you take? In the last year, what new skills have you acquired? What new tools have you put in your toolbox? What kind of investment have you made in you? You see, fear is what stops a lot of this. Fear doesn't tells you, you don't need to learn anything new. You don't need to read books. That's a waste of time. You don't need to take that online course. You don't need to make any sort of investment on you. You're good enough. Why? Because you're afraid. You're afraid of figuring things out. You're afraid of success. You're afraid of, of, of a million things. I don't know what's inside your head. There's so many things that you could be afraid of that's stopping you from moving forward. But you need to get to the root of it. And just like a weed in a garden, you need to yank it out. Yank it out of your life. Because all it's doing is poisoning the rest of the garden. Fear, lack of vision, and low self-image is why people don't go after their dreams. They don't believe that they can do it. They don't believe that they're worth it. And I want to tell you that you are. You are worth it but you've got to break through that fear, that BS lie 
that your subconscious is telling you, that your mind is telling you. Do you know why your mind tells you this? And I'm not sure if I said this in a prior episode or not, but your mind keeps you in the place where you are because it's safe for for it. It doesn't like change. It doesn't want you to move forward in another place. It wants you to stay safe. Why? Because that's how you're programmed. That's called survival. Your, your mind is still living in the, in the barbaric ages where change could mean death. It's just trying to protect you. You have to take control of the wheel. You got to tell your brain and your mind, no, I'm going to break out of my comfort zone. I am going to start reading more books. I am going to take online courses. I am going to put myself out there in ways so I can learn, that I can grow as a filmmaker, as a screenwriter, and as a person, as an artist. But I've got to push myself out of my comfort zone. And it won't be, it won't be easy. Your brain will fight you. But guess what? You're stronger. You will change your routines. You will do things differently to help you get out of where you're at. Fear kills dreams. Fear can decimate your spirit. Fear paralyzes you. Fear is a disease that will eventually destroy you and your dream. Why do you let fear stop you? What is the benefit to you? I promise you something. Your first screenplay won't be perfect. Your first feature film won't be perfect. The first thing you ever do in this business won't be perfect. So get that out of your head. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to move. You have to take action. Action is something that fear hates. You have to take action because that's something that fear cannot control, cannot stop. Whether you make it or not, whether it's successful or not, doesn't matter. Take action. Fail and fail often and learn and learn often and keep moving forward. How long will you let fear hold you back? How long will you allow fear to control your life? I let fear control me for most of my life, but I decided no more. Many of you have heard the story of why it took me 41 years to direct my first feature film when I was more than capable, more than capable of directing a feature film 10, 15 years earlier. The technology was even around. Would it have been perfect? Would it have been shot on 35? No. But I could have shot movies on DV, on 24P DV, on the Panasonic 100A if I wanted to. Other people were doing it. There were other people shooting movies at that time with this. Much, much braver people than me, I can tell you that. But I allowed fear to stop me so many times in my life. And that was the first time that I said, that's enough. I can't take it anymore. And I went and I shot this as Meg. And I did it so fast that I didn't even allow fear to set in. From the moment I had the idea to make the movie to the day we were shooting was 30 days. Within a month, I was shooting my first feature film. I was also DPing it as well as producing in a million other hyphenates that I did on that project. But the wonderful thing that happened on that project is when I started, it felt like the chains had been broken off. So I, stepped, I started adding more things on it. Like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be the DP on this. Why not? I've never DP'd a feature, but I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to push myself. 
hey, I've never done a movie without a screenplay before. I'm going to do a scriptment. Yeah, let's do that too. I've never worked with these kind of actors before doing kind of romantic comedy or, or dramedies. Sure, let's do that. I kept adding things to make it harder on myself. Why? Because I felt free for the first time in my creative career. It is all because I said enough is enough. And I looked fear in the eye and said, you will not have any more power over me. You can live your dreams or you can live your fears. It is truly up to you. You have the choice. There is always a choice on how you live your life, on how you deal with situations, on how to take care of yourself, on what you do. There is always a choice. Fear is a toothless tiger. People are running from something that is false. It is all in your mind. You are the creator of your fear. I'm not talking about literally a tiger outside about to eat you. That's a different kind of fear. That's a good fear. You should be fearful of that situation. I'm talking about the everyday fear. Unless you live in the jungle where tigers can literally eat you, I'm not talking about that fear. I'm talking about the fear that we put on ourselves. The fear of success, the fear, the fear of failure, the fear of being laughed at, the fear of not succeeding, all of those things. That's fear that we create. No one's creating that for us. This is the kind of fear I'm talking about. The creative fear of moving forward, of taking risks, of going out there and just doing You created the fear, and you can destroy that fear. So I ask you, what is the fear that is holding you back? What is the fear that is stopping you from making your dreams come true? Ask yourself that question and honestly answer it. Because when you know who your opponent is, then you can start taking steps to defeating it. Courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. There's a difference to having a fear and the fear having you. If I may quote Joseph Campbell, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Couldn't say it better myself, Joseph. That's a man who studied mythology from around the world throughout time. And that's one of the things he said. The other thing he said is find your bliss and live it. Fear stops that. So you got to break through that. The difference between people that have made their dreams come true is that those people are more afraid of not pursuing their dream than just sitting there being paralyzed by fear. They are more afraid of missing out on their dream than they are of failing. And that's where you need to be. You, to be, you need to use fear the right way. You need to be afraid that if I don't get up and write that screenplay every day, if I don't get up and start making my movies and start putting tools in my toolbox, if I don't start reading more, taking courses, educating myself, bettering myself in every way, mentally, spiritually, physically, that's the fear you need to have because that's the fear that's going to move you. Fear is like a gasoline. It is a fuel. It can fuel you or it can stop you. You make the choice 
on what you want. You just have to say the same thing I did. I'm sick of this and I can't take this anymore. I need to break free and start taking steps to get where I want to be. I will not accept the status quo in my life anymore. One more time for the back of the room. I am sick of this. I can't take this anymore. I need to break free and start taking steps to get where I want to be. I will not accept the status quo in my life anymore. Say that to yourself, guys. Say it to yourself in your room, in your mind, on the commute, wherever you're listening to this right now. Say those things to yourself because that's what's going to get you going. That's what's going to help you break through this fear to go make your first feature film, to write your screenplay, to DP your first movie, to be the production designer, whatever whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is, to act, whatever it is. You need to put yourself out there. You need to break out of that routine that your mind has so comfortably put you in because it's safe. That's why it takes people so many years to move out to Los Angeles when they know they should have moved out years ago like me. I've been out here a decade, but I should have been out here 20 years ago. I should have. I don't know where my career would have been. I don't know where my life would have been if I would have done that. But I came, and I'm here. But I should have been here earlier. Why? Because I was afraid. I was afraid of change. I was afraid of coming out here and, oh my God, what's going to happen? I was afraid. I don't want that for you guys. I don't want that for anybody in the tribe. I don't want you to wake up 60 years from now when you're 80 or 90 or 100 and said, man, I wish I could have done that. Man, I should have done that. I regret not going for it. You know, it's it's tough. I get it. I get it. I know a lot of people listening to me, a lot of tribe members right now, financially that might be stuck. They might have a family, kids, maybe an unsupportive spouse who doesn't support their dreams. It adds a lot of crap on top of it, a lot of more barriers to you. But you're listening to this, so that means there's still a spark. There's still a spark inside of you. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little, a little um, 
getting a little um, choked up because that's how passionate I am about this. There's still a spark inside you guys. If you're listening to this, that means something inside of you is yelling out to go for it, to do it in one way, shape, or form. And I'm here to help in any way I can. In my small way with this podcast, with what I do, I'm here to try to help you guys. But I don't want that spark to go out. Because that spark almost went out in me a few times in my life. And it was really low for a little bit. It really was. Right after my situation in shooting for the mob, when I went into a depression for almost two years, after being so close to your dream and getting it yanked away from you, when I was broke and broken, you know, I've been there multiple times, but I never let that spark, that little flame, go out completely. And if you're listening to this, you still got that spark. You still got a little flame in you. It's your job to fan that fire. It's your job to fight through the fear. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop your dream, your purpose, your mission in life. There's a difference between having a goal. Because when you have a goal, you need motivation to get to that goal. But when you have a mission, when you have a calling, it pulls you forward. There's such a difference. Goals need motivation. You need to be motivated to get up in the morning and go work out or read a book. You need motivation. You need to listen to motivational speeches if you've got a goal. But if you've got a calling, if you've got a mission, they pull you forward. And I've discovered mine, my calling, my mission in life. And I'm sure you guys have sensed it. I love doing what I do. I love helping the tribe. I love educating. I love making my movies the way I want to make them. It all feeds into each other. I want you to ask yourself, what is my calling? What is my mission? It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be monstrous. Your calling could be, I'm a writer. Your calling is, I'm a filmmaker and I'm going to make some sort of movies that are going to entertain, educate, enlighten, raise the consciousness of people who watch it. It could be any of those things. I want to make movies that scare people. That's my calling. I want, I want to give people that thrill. That's a mission. That's a calling. That's stuff that you don't need motivation for. And when you have a calling and you have a mission, fear Fear goes away. It can't compete in that room. You've got to get to that place, guys. Don't let that spark go out. Please don't let that spark go out. Like I said before, if you're listening to this, that means it's still there. If you listen to more than one of these, it's really there. If you've ever gone to my blog and read an article or downloaded one of my things or 
or a member of IFHTV or any of the things that I'd put out there in the world, watch a video on YouTube, whatever, it's still there. It's still there. Don't let it die. Love yourself. That's step one. Love yourself. You are enough. I'm going to finish this like I started it. You are enough. Don't be afraid that you're not enough. You might not know everything. You may not have the experience, but you can get it. It will take time, but you will do it. Don't allow fear to stop you. Don't allow fear to snuff out that spark. Okay? I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I've really been working on this one for a while. I knew this was going to be episode number 300 for a few weeks now, and I've been working on it and, and really wanted to, to put something special together for you guys. And as you notice, I've been doing more and more of these lately. The reason why I have been is, one, I love doing them. And two, I've gotten more messages, more reactions, more emails from the tribe about these last handful of episodes that I've done in regards to how bad do you want it, the toxic mindset of a film, a filmmaker, all of those kind of episodes. And they've been downloaded. They're some of the most popular episodes I have. So that tells me that you guys want this stuff. So I'm going to keep doing them. And don't worry, you're still going to get all the stuff that you normally get. You're going to still get killer interviews. We're still going to go deep diving into the business. But we're also going to go here too. Because I think it's something that's needed. Because everywhere else in the world, in every film school, Every blog out there, they can teach you about the film business, but not many of them teach you how to be a better filmmaker, a better person, help you break through things that nobody likes to talk about, like this, like fear. So it's my job to do it, and I take that weight on my shoulders with open arms. So I hope you guys will continue to like these episodes, and I'm going to keep doing them Uh, I don't know how often, but I'm going to keep doing them. So I hope you keep uh, listening to them. Thank you guys again for all the support. Without your support, I can't keep doing what I do with Indie Film Hustle. So again, thank you. And if you want to read a book about how someone can break through their fear and, uh, and, and, and get out of the worst time in their life when they're broken, broken, then definitely check out my new book, Shooting for the Mob. Uh, It's on Amazon for pre-order. It looks like we're going to probably push the release date a couple weeks, purely because, (laughs) believe it or not, the response to the book has been pretty great, and my publisher's having an issue trying to get them all printed up in time to get everything out out and about. So we are pushing it probably uh, to the 1st of March is what we're talking about right now, but I'll keep you posted on when the actual release date will be. But uh, please uh, take a read of it. Just go to IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash mob. It'll take you straight to Amazon and you can buy the book there. I'm going to leave some links in the show notes at IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash 300 for some books, audio books, and uh, traditional books that can help you along your path to break through that fear of being an artist, 
being a filmmaker, being a screenwriter, and uh, being a human being in general. So thank you again for listening, guys. And uh, I know this was supposed to be episode 300, very kind of, you know, celebratory and, and, you know, exciting, but I felt that this was more needed. There'll be plenty of time for that. I can't wait for you to listen to the interviews I got next week. Oh, and by the way, I was at the Mammoth uh, Film Festival this last week. I have some amazing interviews coming up with some real big heavy hitters. Uh, a preview of one of the guys I, I talked to was Exhibit, the rapper, who is a director now. And uh, we talked about his coming up in the business, uh, working with some of the biggest directors ever, and what he did as a director as well. So super excited to get that to you guys. And there'll be a, a special Mammoth Film Festival series that I'm going to be putting out from all of these uh, interviews that I do in the next couple of weeks. So keep an eye out for that. And I've got just so much stuff going on in the future uh, for you guys. So I can't, I mean, I'm working on another book right now and uh, I got all sorts of stuff. Oh, and by the way, we have, uh, I think we're close to picking out the four finalists for the uh, the Filmmaker $30,000 film uh, web series uh, contest. So that should be being released any day now as well. So keep an eye out for that. And I will be putting out soon my touring schedule of where we're going to be, books, um, media, all that kind of stuff, book signings and things like that throughout the country. So I'll let you know uh, for that as well. So just go to shootingforthemob.com. I will be updating that website with all that information coming up in the next uh, three to four weeks. So thanks again, guys, for listening. Thank you for helping me get to episode number 300. It's hard for me to even say it out loud, but thank you guys so, so much. And as a special bonus, I am going to, after the after the uh, end, I am going to throw the very first episode of Indie Film Hustle's podcast on at the end of it. It's only like 10 minutes extra. So if you want to listen to me in my first episode, I'm going to put it at the end of this just so you can see the difference between how I was then and how I am now. And that's almost three and a half years ago now when you're going to be listening. So that's just a little extra bonus. After the end here, you can stop listening. But if you're interested to hear what it sounded like and what we were expecting to do, what I was expecting to do with the podcast, uh, I would. It, it, it's, a, it's going to be a fun romp. So thank you again, guys. As always, keep that hustle going. Keep that dream and spark alive. Feel the fear. Do it anyway. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Indie Film Hustle podcast at IndieFilmHustle.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-I-L-M-H-U-S-T-L-E.com. Hey, guys. This is Alex Ferrari. Welcome to the Indie Film Hustle podcast. This is episode number one. Now check out my new opening. Broadcasting from the back alley in Hollywood, it's the Indie Film Hustle Podcast, where we show you how to survive and thrive as an indie filmmaker in the jungles of the film biz. And here's your host, Alex Ferrari. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Indie Film Hustle Podcast. I am your humble host, Alex Ferrari. I'm super excited to be uh, here today with you guys. I've been talking about doing this podcast for some time, um, and I've been talking about doing uh, Indie Film Hustle 
uh, com for a long time with a lot of my fellow filmmakers and friends. And the main reason why I put together Indie Film Hustle, I wanted to use, I wanted to create a resource of real information for filmmakers, for independent filmmakers at every level, from the film student all the way up to the, um, let's say the first time director with that happened to get a half a million dollars or a million dollars for their feature. And believe me, I've worked on these projects. They do exist. And I wanted to really put together a resource that would truly help um, filmmakers survive and thrive in the film industry. Now, I'll tell you a bit about myself. Uh, I've been working in the film industry for over 20 years. Uh, I've been a director, a writer, a producer, uh, editor, post-production supervisor, and visual effects supervisor, among other hats I've worn in the business. I own a post-production company uh, called NumRobot. Uh, we've been doing, and I've worked at, with NumRobot, I've worked on over, easily over a thousand projects um, in the course of my career. Everything from feature films, uh, short films, music videos, commercials, network promos, web series, and so on. And I've had a lot of misadventures <laughs> in the film business. I've had a front row seat to a lot of uh, filmmakers' process. Also, the journey that filmmakers make from script all the way to distribution and how the Hollywood system um, or the film industry in general eats them alive. And I've seen some success stories. I've seen a lot of failures um, and seen a lot of people just get killed, uh, destroyed to the point where they never come back to the industry because they made certain mistakes. They made certain um, errors along the way. Uh, and I'm not the, I'm, believe me, I'm not the first to know everything, but I do have a few years under my belt. I have been around the block a little bit. Um, and I have been able to, um, witness a lot during uh, my tenure in the film business. I just really was tired of filmmakers, uh, suffering and just not making it because of basic understanding, basic knowledge of marketing on how to distribute your film on how in the ever-changing landscape of how to distribute a film post-production workflow uh, basic stuff but a lot of a lot of a lot of filmmakers don't think about these things um and also i didn't see uh i wanted to create a resource myself that was truthful like telling you stuff that are like for lack of a better word from the street <laughs> from the back alley of hollywood things that they don't teach you in film school things that you don't find in books generally, like real world um, education, if you will, about the business, about things that happen in the business and how to protect yourself uh, and and kind of uh, guide yourself through those uh, shark infested waters to be cliche. So what to expect from uh, this podcast. I'm going to be doing a mixture of interviews with industry professionals that will be teaching you um, or showing you tips and tricks on how to make it through this, uh, through this business. And it is a wonderful business. It's not a business as much of it is as a calling. Um, when you're a filmmaker, you are, it's a calling. You are an artist. You are trying to create, but to make a living nowadays as this artist as, and be part of your calling as a filmmaker, it's, it's difficult and getting more difficult every day. Also on this podcast, you're going to be hearing me talk about, um, the real deal, the truth, the, Stuff from the streets that they don't teach you in film school kind of stuff. Uh, things from film marketing uh, to post-production workflow to how to get into film festivals without having to pay just ridiculous um, fees, um, which film festivals are good, which aren't. Um, how do you distribute your first movie? Um, how do you get actors? How do you all, all just a ton of different things that I'm planning on covering uh, on the podcast. So um, please, uh, if you like what you hear, uh, take the time out and subscribe and leave us a, a review. It really helps us out a lot um, on, uh, on iTunes uh, and getting us uh, seen by more people. 
guys, you know, I'm, I'm really here to help. I want to, uh, that's really why I started Indie Film Hustle. I want to help. I want to serve, uh, my tribe, my community that we're building at IndieFilmHustle.com. Um, and if this is the first time, uh, you found me either through, um, a link or I, you know, you found me on iTunes, uh, or you're listening to me for the first time, uh, head over to IndieFilmHustle.com. Check things out. Uh, I got a lot of resources there for you. A lot of things that took me years to learn um, that I'm giving away for free because um, I really do want to help you guys. And hopefully in the future, you guys will help me uh, if I've been able to give you some sort of uh, service or content that uh, helped you guys uh, move forward in the film business, help make your movie, uh, help you uh, maintain a career and a living doing uh, what you love. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode uh, when I'm going to have Oscar nominee Robert Forrester talk about uh, actors, a lot of great things about actors, directors, how Quentin Tarantino um, uh, directed him, uh, which was really cool to listen to, uh, among other uh, great episodes coming up. So thank you so much again. And don't forget to go to IndieFilmHustle.com. And if you want to learn six tips to how to get into film festivals without paying those ridiculous fees, head over to filmfestivaltips.com. That's filmfestivaltips.com. And if you want to say hi to me or um, contact me in some way, the best way to get a hold of me uh, is uh, just go to indiefilmhustle.com and go to the contact page. Uh, I listen or I read, I listen, I read to every email that comes in. So if you have any questions, uh, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments of specific articles or just contact me directly. I'll do the best I can to get back to you. Uh, it is getting kind of crazy with a lot of um, email coming in, but I'm doing my best to read everything and get back to everybody. Okay. So thanks again for listening guys. And I will, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Indie Film Hustle podcast at IndieFilmHustle.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-I-L-M-H-U-S-T-L-E.com. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia.